1: Presented
0: by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. With Windows 11 and Intel, you get the power to work with more speed. And you can arrange all your Windows programs and apps the way you want to see them with Snap Assist. Windows 11 and the Intel Evo platform make working from wherever better. Learn more at windows.com slash brings you closer. Thunderstruck.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Ooh, well, buckle up, sweet cheeks.
3: That's all we We've
1: need. got all the experience in the world. Please. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups from position rankings to starts and sits. The guys help you make those hard decisions. And now. Let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon.
2: Week 16 of the NFL season is here. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. We hope you and all of your family, those that listen to the podcast, have a very safe uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, Mike. But I think we have to be honest with our listeners that for the first time, uh, we are actually doing the show prior to the Thursday night game. Actually, it happened one other time. We hope you didn't know about it. But we are doing this prior to the 49ers-Titans game just because of recording issues that we had, studio time and whatnot. So there's not going to be a lot of talk of the 49ers and Titans. But realistically, Mike, the reason why we're also mentioning this is because of how much COVID has played a role in the NFL this season, specifically these last couple of weeks. So there could be a lot of changes by the time we have this episode recorded and when you actually listen to it. So just a reminder that you You'll want to check all of your lineups and be prepared. But as we are doing this, we just try to take the information we have with the COVID situation in the league and, uh, and work with it, but things can change. And we just think that as the listener, you should know that.
3: Yeah. Just as we, we sit down to record this hell, even if it was after the 49ers Titans game, the only thing we'd be doing is breaking down that game. And maybe there'd be a couple more names that popped up in go as to going into protocols, but Uh, As everybody recognized, I think starting week nine, not that there weren't some odd points throughout the year, Dan, about week nine, it started to shift and there was just a lot of chaos. And I'm not talking about COVID at that point, just in terms of results and efforts and whatever we saw. And then last week, it was there were so many moving parts in the 48 to 72 hours before games not to mention obviously the postponements and and changing up you know how we, we completed the grid of week 15 but just who was going to be available and even if they were what role were they going to play just so many questions you know as guys exited protocol you know were they going to be able to take on their normal workloads would you see workload splits and the answer uh, depending on the player was yes
2: the uh, the funny thing about this week is we uh, prepare. We could be a snap or two away from Alvin Kamara quarterbacking for the New Orleans True. Saints. So that's, that's where we are. And that will be your last game of the week. Saints and Dolphins on Monday night in week 16. We think. We don't know they we don't think they're going to be any Tuesday games, but we 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 think that will be the last game of week 16, but we found out the hard lesson in week 15 that that was not the case. Let's uh let's just dive in, Mike. For yeah. the guys that are in, the guys that are out. Let's get to the rankings for week 16. In Mike's top 5 quarterbacks, running backs and wide receivers. We always start with the quarterback position. So week 16 is no different. Mike, your top 5 quarterbacks to play this weekend.
3: As we light it up, let's start with Justin Herbert going up against the Houston Texans. He's got his wide receivers in tow. Austin Eckler in protocols, but Justin Jackson and, and seeing a, a little bit of Kelly, guys that have stepped up fairly well. Rashawn Slater, congratulations on the Pro Bowl See obligatory Northwestern reference very early <laughs> in this podcast. Uh, you know what? you got to give thanks for all the good stuff, and uh, when our, our school's name can be brought about in the uh, NFL world, well, that hasn't happened very often, except the uh, slowly but surely, I think they're taking over the Chargers Uh, Number two, Aaron Rodgers going up against the Cleveland Browns, uh, the presumptive MVP, uh, even though Cleveland, as of the time you and I sit together should look more like uh, the Cleveland Browns. We know uh, in terms of personnel, Miles Garrett is banged up a bit, so wondering about the pass rush. Obviously for Green Bay, Bakhtiari uh, not available in this one, so a little give and take in terms of those front lines, but still looking for Rodgers to make plays as always. Matthew Stafford going up against your Minnesota Vikings. Uh, You see opportunities. Hell, even the Bears had opportunities against that secondary. They just didn't do anything with them. Uh, And over the last four weeks, even with that Bears game mixed in, you know, that last second touchdown, no PAT, Dan, based on rules, uh, but still a bottom 10 in terms of fantasy points allowed to opposing quarterbacks. We got Tom Brady. Doesn't matter that a couple of guys are missing in this one. Going up against Carolina, gets Antonio Brown back. We'll get back into him in a little bit. Gronkowski banged up, but still ready to go. Uh, And Let's face it, Carolina playing out the string. Uh, And then Josh Allen against New England. People say, well, look what he did last time. It's like, yeah, I look at Dawson Knox and Stephon Diggs not catching the ball. That's what I look at in that game. And, look, he's been a one-man wrecking crew running around, um, well, like a man on fire. So uh, those rushing yards coming into play as well.
2: Yeah, if there was a Pro Bowl snub, I know some people weren't happy that Lamar Jackson ended up making it for the AFC. Josh Allen maybe should have got consideration. He's had a little bit of a roller coaster year as well, like Lamar has. But, uh, you know, Josh Allen did, I think, single-handedly almost carry the Bills to a victory over the Buccaneers. And speaking of those, those Buccaneers... Uh, Brady at four, you'd have to expect that uh, he would want to bounce back from his performance, just like Josh Allen would uh, against the Patriots. I don't think that we're going to see Brady have the same effect uh, as he did against the Saints. And I expect Josh Allen to have a better night against the England. I don't think you could keep them down in two straight meetings this year, even though they're playing this time around at
3: Foxborough. Yeah, as you go through the list, it's just a, a strange week. A lot of difficult situations for, for quarterbacks. And then guys that are even in some advantageous spots, Dan, that I just don't trust. As, sure. to, to put them in in your fantasy championship. And we'll get into those a little bit later as we get into our hot plays, cold sores, etc.
2: Those are the top five quarterbacks for Week 16. We know it's playoff time, so we want to get your running backs right. Get the backfield straightened out. Who are your top five tailbacks for Week 16?
3: Wishing, wanting, hoping. Well, I'll just uh, cement Taylor in at the top. And then if I'm wrong, I'm with everybody else. Going up against Arizona, just a ridiculous, ridiculous uh, performer. Uh, And even last week, looked like he he was finally going to be bottled up, you know, only just at about 100 yards. That's bottling him up. Uh, And then, and then Hightower couldn't, he was transfixed. He was taken to another dimension you know one where your feet were cemented on the ground and an inability to get a tackle and well we saw him off to pay dirt uh, to cement that game so uh, Taylor at the top going up against Arizona number two James Robinson yeah because his quarterback likes him and the opponent stinks Uh, going up against the New York football Jets many many players and coaches uh, in protocols as you and I talk but you know when James Robinson gets the ball the requisite 18 to 20 times Dan good things happen. It was a guy I was high on before the year, obviously lost in the mess that has been the Jacksonville soap opera throughout the year, but an opportunity here against the league's worst run defense.
2: The James Robinson love that we have showed on this podcast, going back to last season, I think is unmatched by no other. There is oh, yeah. your love of James Robinson. I felt that even when Urban Meyer took over in the drafting of ETN, that he still would would have a role. Obviously, ETN's injury allowed for him to have a role. I didn't expect the doghouse, but the the playing time of James Robinson at times has waned, but the love of James Robinson has not.
3: Never will. And in a fantasy title week, he's got one of the best matchups on Mm -hmm. the board jets over the last four weeks giving up 28 points per game to the running back position total of about 700 total yards 530 on the ground including four touchdowns let's make it uh, a five count like king kong bundy used to do and get him over the top in week 16. Those are your top. Uh, you well, I to top two. Top I got a couple yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alvin Kamara. You said he might quarterback. Well, that'll help his fantasy stats maybe. Uh, going up against Miami, uh, as he is the lone support. He and Calloway uh, for Ian Book. I just want to keep saying Ian Book sounds like a you know a guy that's going to come in and uh, well he's like a secret agent. Uh, number four, D- David Montgomery against the Seattle Seahawks, and then number five, another guy who. Well, he should have been atop uh, everybody's list of, hey, just keep doing it however you can, and that's Cordero Patterson going up against the Detroit Lions, the Fighting Campbells, expecting some heart uh, out of the, the Falcons, particularly when it comes to Patterson, a guy that we've marveled at all year long on the podcast, Dan.
2: How many library references if the Saints win on Monday against the Dolphins will we be getting do you think there'll be a uh, good book returns do you think those would be some puns we get some some fake headlines
3: are guys gonna be able to uh, fake it like they actually read some of the classics <laughs> that's true I got well, plenty I got I got uh, a whole library sitting in my uh my apartment I can get after it. <laughs> I uh I don't read much and I think that you can tell
2: when you listen to this podcast. So I am not well read, but uh Mike Harmon is the well read one here. <laughs> See how how, how
3: much that did for me, Dan? <laughs> Being able to be all uh, hey, you know when I read Bruce. <laughs>
2: But <laughs> well, that was in week eight. You referenced that. I did. Uh, yeah. I did. A
3: little Hemingway. Yeah. Uh, the drinking of Hemingway, I think, certainly a couple of times after some be- predictions gone wrong, for sure.
2: <laughs> Those are your top five tailbacks for week 16. Now let's get to the pass catchers. I don't know. Is Cooper Cup now cemented in the top spot? Yes. Uh, okay. All right. That's what I figured.
3: <laughs> I wanted to move him. I can argue in a way, it away, but I, to a degree. But I mean, you look at that Minnesota secondary, it's just so sweet and tasty. And it's ripe uh, for the Pickens, uh, as it were. Third most fantasy points over the last four weeks allowed to opposing wide receivers. I mean, we're talking 53 receptions, uh, or I'm sorry, yeah, 57 receptions, 720 yards in the last four weeks, and three touchdowns. And when we talk about red zone efficiency, that has been there. in uh, Cooper Cup, just week in, week out. The target count has been huge, but the operational efficiency with he And Matthew Stafford, it it, it is frightening at times. Uh, Some really good balls thrown by Stafford, and he knows uh, at this point whether it's spider tack, stick or or just good old natural talent. Cooper Cup is catching anything that comes his way. Uh, Devontae Adams, number two, going up against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Stephon Diggs i have got all the way up to the number three spot. Uh, Another guy looking for a little bit of redemption in this AFC East uh, rematch. Uh, Keenan Allen going up against Houston at number four, and then Justin Jefferson.
1: Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet.
3: comes in at the five spot. Uh, Adam Thielen looks like he's going to be able to go in this one. You still have K.J. Osborne. You will miss Dalvin Cook uh, for those that missed his name in it. The fact that we'll be singing more of the praises of Alexander Madison or not uh, as he has to step up in a big spot. But Jefferson, a a guy against the Rams, they'll they'll do their best to try to erase him. Uh, But I've got to imagine that if they want to win this game, uh, he's going to have a steady target count did
2: get that touchdown even though uh Kirk Cousins only threw for 87 yards in that Monday night thriller uh did get the score and i think that you're gonna you're obviously gonna need more if you're going to want to top the rams all right those are your top 5 quarterbacks running backs and wide receivers for week 16 thunderstruck Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses additional. Restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com, Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. Now let's look outside the box a little bit. Guys you want to play, guys that you got to get in but may not be top five plays, maybe even a guy that you hadn't thought of in a while but need to play this week. Let's get to the hot plays for week 16.
3: The nervousness is there. Cincinnati, every time I try to trust them, Dan, they let me down. But an opportunity here in a divisional battle against Baltimore. We know the problems with the Baltimore secondary. Opportunity here for Burrow uh, to kind of shake some things off. A lot of stories around him this week, talking about how boring it is in Cincinnati. Wink Martindale saying, hey, we don't need to double cover Jamar Chase because he's not Devontae Adams. And oh, bigger deal, that Joe Burrow isn't Aaron Rodgers. That counts for bulletin board material in 2021, Dan. Uh, that's what we're talking about here. Uh, the other hot play. I'm going to go a little, dig a little bit deeper, uh, and, and that's going to be looking at Matt Ryan going up against the Detroit Lions. Just this one's more gut than anything normally i'd love to go to the analytics uh and this is a thing i bemoan on the radio shows when it comes to coaches making decision you're either an analytics guy or you're a gut guy as soon as you start going halfway in between you got problems <laughs> yes. for fantasy purposes same thing here would i start matt ryan in a standard league no for a title no chance in hell but if you're looking for a daily fantasy play on a wing and a prayer uh there's a guy with a, a plus matchup
2: I uh, aired some of my fantasy grievances today on this, uh, as we record it, this Festivus holiday. Oh, nice! And there was a there was a fantasy uh, reference that I made that I will uh, I will fill you in after your hot plays and cold sores and ninjas, if you will. That so is I funny because
3: wanna... I want to get back to that because I, I I heard a reference to it, uh, and it's like well because you and I were supposed to do the show together on yes. Thursday night on Fox Sports Radio, so I had that penciled in as a, a bit we would do. So I'm glad you were able to do it uh, in in the other time slot as as the day wore on. All right, let's go back to the hot plays. Uh, Ronald Jones gets his opportunity with Leonard Fournette to the IR going up against the Carolina defense. Uh, Look, volume. That's what we're looking at here. Opportunity. She, Keyshawn Vaughn will probably have a little bit of a role here, more more I think as a receiver uh, than as a runner. It seems, but uh, curious to see how Tampa deploys uh, touches and targets with so many weapons out. Uh, Melvin Gordon going up against Las Vegas. I don't really even need to expand upon that. The split with he and Javante Williams, one of the bane of all of our fantasy existences. Uh, and Drew Locke is under center against Las Vegas. He shows up in the ninja section of things. Why? Because well, winging a prayer and a lot of talent around him. Sony Michelle, even in the workload split, going up against Minnesota looks like he's still the guy. He's carrying defenders all over the place as the Rams rediscover their identity. Talked about AB 84 returning. Folks might be ready Who else is he thrown to? It's Gronk, and it's AB 84. Uh, And then your guy, Tyler Lockett, in a matchup against the Chicago Bears. An opportunity duff knock there, and I'd be remiss. Uh, As of our podcast recording, doesn't look like Lamar Jackson is going to be able to go possible in the final 48 hours you get an update on his status and he can get back but he didn't practice which means tyler huntley uh, might be worth a look-see for all that he's done to inspire that baltimore offense
2: there they are your hot plays for week 16 and now let's get to the other side of things your cold sores, the guys you want to stay away from, you don't want to touch, especially when it comes to playoff time. Your cold sores, Mike, for the upcoming weekend.
3: I would be uh, lying if I didn't think I was a little nervous about Dak Prescott going against Washington. Remember, they saw them just in, in week 14, 22 of 39, 211 yards in in that game. Just one touchdown, two picks, finished uh, in the very low end QB two range, Washington defense uh, will show up. This one is at home, so perhaps a little bit of, of a push, but still, I'm a little nervous, and that means I'm taking CD Lamb with him. You're going to look for opportunities. Else. Look, you're going to play CD Lamb as a second wide receiver, and you're going to wring your hands. Uh, his last touchdown came in Week Ten, last 100 yard game, Dan, all the way back in Week Eight. It's been a while. It has been, been a, long a minute. Time. You want to start singing? It's been a while. <laughs> All right, we'll leave that on. Uh, Patrick Mahomes against Pittsburgh as much about the Pittsburgh defense as the fact that we don't know if Kelsey or, or Hill yeah. will
2: get cleared. Big game hunting. Yes. Right.
3: Everybody's doing their best lobbying. It starts to become a fight of which uh, ownership group has more of the ear of the league office in terms of pushing games out. Because I know in Kansas City they're lobbying and, and we know the clout that Pittsburgh's ownership, the Roonies, have had. So it's one of those battles like trying to add an extra day to see if that can't get you a clearance. But as it stands... Mahomes, back-to-back games with multiple touchdowns, but do you trust him full on? Because he's been the Ronco, set it and forget it, and many times it's been a, oh, forget it. Why did I do that? Uh, you know, the based on reputation, going back to that Pro Bowl conversation a little e- earlier in the podcast of um, why guys get in and, and maybe how the voting flows. Uh, Nick Chubb going up against Green Bay, defense that's been pretty op- opportunistic against running backs, uh, more uh, susceptible to big plays against the pass of late And let's face it, that's not happening with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Antonio Gibson found the end zone this past week, but a smallish yardage total going up against Dallas and that resurgent defense. That one leaves me a little nervous. A little emphasis on that matchup because I think it's going to play a lot into the fantasy fortunes of moving on in the playoffs or winning a title, depending on how your league's configured for Week 16.
2: Antonio Gibson also a bit dinged up. Could see some Jarrett Patterson who did yep. get a touchdown in that game against Philadelphia on Tuesday night. Uh, something to, uh, to keep your eye on for sure. All right. Now the real hidden plays, the Ninjas. By the way, we gave our voice guy off this week. Okay. So I'm just doing no, that was all this stuff. Yeah fantasy ninjas.
3: Did you do a lot of running around in the yard screaming, trying to break your vocal cords <laughs> so you can get down deeper? <laughs> Maybe you had some bourbon, fantasy sucked ninjas. out a couple of cigars.
2: Fantasy ninjas.
3: Well, that just sounded creepy, but I like right. it. All Good. right. There you go. I already mentioned uh, Drew Locke. Mentioned Justin Jackson. Two guys uh, that are going to play uh, roles this week. Um, if you're delving into the Denver pass catchers at all, uh, you're wishing, wanting, hoping that Drew Locke is the guy they drafted the guy that has flashed in the past? Going into the season, I did a big event. Remember all the way back in San Diego, and like, all right, you need, you need to give us a, a list of uh, you know fantasy sleepers and ninjas. And it was they wanted an extended list, and my last guy was Drew Locke. I'm like, all right, obviously it's going to be a fight between him and Bridgewater for the job. Bridgewater gets it at times has played well, at times not so much. Now with the concussion, he's out. Drew Locke slides in. Could be your fantasy savior. So all of that derision I've gotten of well, you told me to draft this guy and then he didn't get the job. <laughs> I, it, I could make all it all up in, in one fell swoop. Uh, Michael Carter... Going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not often we uh, recognize or endorse a jet, but going up against Jacksonville, the run game, Carter, a small return to the field in Week 15, uh, expecting that to extend. Guy, you and I have banged the drum on quite a bit for uh in the waiver wire pieces the last couple of weeks and it looks like folks are finally starting to respond I'm on Ross Saint Brown going up against uh, Atlanta keeping an eye on that game obviously to see who's quarterbacking. Injury status, COVID status All of that stuff as as relates To Jared Goff, so keeping an eye there Uh, Go a little deeper in your Wide receiver pool, why? Because Well, we need to find some value uh, As it were, you got Mooney going up Against Seattle, Uh, Justin Fields Got added to the injury report With an ankle injury Uh, Andy Dalton cleared COVID protocol I know that doesn't get everybody Excited, but one thing they will Do is continue to target Darnell Mooney, Uh, he's been disappointed Disappointing at times with the drops, if you've watched every game, if you've only been subjected to the primetime games, maybe you haven't caught on uh, as much. It's been shielded from you because all the other talk has been about fields and about Matt Nagy. So I'll just say this, a guy that has explosive capabilities uh, as a second year man, but uh, he's going to leave some balls on the carpet. So uh, just check the box score. And don't try to find the, the highlights because you'll drive yourself nuts with him right now. Uh, hasn't quite finished uh, his, his way, uh, as it were. And then we, we got to go, and I'm, try, I'm trying to figure out how the tea leaves fall with Brandon Cook's unavailable for the Houston Texans, whether you delve into a receiving core at all going up against the Chargers, right? Because someone has to get targeted, And, you know, I'm not trying to bring up Davis Mills, but I'm looking at Nico Collins, a guy with 14 targets, seven catches the last two weeks. Not exactly a lot of output, 69 yards and 14 yards. But if you're going to put the ball up 30 times in a game, in theory, you complete a couple of them. Maybe you get to 87 yards like Kirk Cousins. Well, maybe Nico Collins is your guy.
2: (laughs) That's the thing is you're going to get more because you're playing the Chargers defense. And uh, Joey Bosa, less Chargers defense. Correct. So if you can find some value in there, even if it's a Rex Burkhead or something like that, uh, take a look at it. If you are, if you're just looking for a play now, let's be honest, it's probably more daily. fantasy. No, that would be, be completely
3: daily fantasy. Yeah. scenario. There's yeah, no question about that.
2: And, and and definitely not in your guillotine league, which you're looking OK right now. Is no, that I'm good.
3: Well, look, I, unless everybody gets hurt or goes into protocols, uh, the guy that's the lead. So for those unaware, uh, the season long guillotine league is down to a three week playoff week one. The guy in first place has, I believe it is an 82 point lead over me.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. But and you're in second.
3: I'm in second, and then it's 10 points to the next guy and 10 points to him. So the the goal is just get out of here. Because two of my guys, because the, the rosters are frozen, so there's no more pickups. Right? So I had to make the, the hard decision when rosters were going to freeze of I had to get rid of A.J. Brown.
2: Oh, okay. Right?
3: And yeah. what he becomes over the final couple of weeks, I don't know. But I've also got Elijah Mitchell. Was not available for week 16 uh so there's two you know a a swing right there and a couple of other players that are that are injury status uh Questions yeah. going through, so uh, you, you you just have no idea. But that that week one performance uh, from the team in first place was one of the most ridiculous things ever. Uh, Paul Charchi and our friend Buddy, who's been on the podcast and has uh, come on our shows on Fox Sports Radio before, uh, his brainchild, uh, he was writing the congratulatory letter right because he was in this league. Fabiano from. From Si and obviously Jason Smith with me on the on the show in the evenings here on Fox Sports Radio, and uh, they're long eliminated. But Church was going to put it to bed, saying, "Wow, what a great performance, Week One!" And the guy wrote back, going, "I still have Cooper."
0: Terms and conditions apply.
3: Cup, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) So, you know, he tempted the fantasy gods, so we'll see what happens with that. But at least right now, he is sitting pretty to just demolish us in these final three weeks. Had an opportunity, I believe it was week, week 13, maybe even week 14, where he was on the cutting room floor, right? He was right there. All his guys had bad weeks, couple of injury outs. Uh, ended up surviving by just you know a couple of points, and now he's got the juggernaut to go through the playoffs.
2: Uh, the guillotine, and there's there's four teams. Is it? Or yeah, three it's teams. four teams okay. left, and then just the top one of your four over these three weeks. Wins, yeah, that's it, right? That's it. All right, fair. No enough.
3: more eliminations, but <laughs> no more. We'll see how uh, how those three weeks come together. And my team for the year was the second lowest i think on average in terms of scoring and then uh the f- f- last week of the quote unquote regular season uh i scored like 60 points higher than everybody else like all right my team's they're on the come we are a fourth quarter squad and then last week a solid total but when a guy puts up uh, almost 190 points there's not a whole lot you can do
2: no no there no there isn't <laughs> I mentioned that today is festivist, By the way, those are hot plays, cold sores, and ninjas for Week 16. Part of my airing of grievances went to uh, fantasy football insiders telling me to sit Davis Mills and Jared Goff this week. <laughs> I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> Did someone I've really do it, that?
2: Yes. If wow. I've made it this far, both of them on a list, uh, if I've wow. made it this far – It wasn't riding the shoulders of Davis Mills or Jared Goff to be on my roster. And there is no way in heck that I would even consider putting them in during a playoff week. One time, a long, long time ago in our fantasy history, it's one of those fantasy lores. I won a title by playing Kerry Collins when he was a member of the Saints. I needed him because I had injuries. But that's a whole this is a whole nother level. If you're going to Davis Mills and Jared Goff in this situation, just yeah, can't. Can't do it. Uh, That was part of my airing of grievances. You'd
3: have to have like another fifteen guys go to COVID protocols. I I mean, not not to be flippant about it, but like you'd really have to have the decimation uh, of the position to to the a whole other level of absurdity if that were the case. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. One hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I mean, because look, when I used to write columns all the time, Dan, I would. you know, I got, we're doing the top fives here. I would opt out the first six or seven guys at every position that we're not even going to talk about them. Mm. Quarterback yeah. was a little different, right? Cause you're only playing one. So if a guy's got a bad matchup, he could fall outside the top 12. But generally when we get into running backs and wide receivers, even your best guys are going to still be in your top 24 or 36 most what? weeks.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's just, And I know I cl- uh, complained earlier this year when a guy got on our case for doing rankings and top fives. And it's a completely different story. I'm not going to rehash it. It's the holidays plus, uh, you know. We more just, festivus. We want, yeah, more festivus. Plus, I've already aired my grievances this year. No, I, right heard,
3: I, heard, I heard it was a good rocking se- session. But you were with Bucky, and Bucky doesn't speak ill of anyone. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> that makes no. it hard for an airing of the grievances. Oh, I, I
2: took most of the grievances.
3: Oh, well, I mean, I got sure. a grievance with him. I'm like, I, I wasn't on the Twitter list to be cut.
2: <laughs> oh you heard about that huh yeah the uh well, yes you
3: know the the walls have ears you know
2: yeah sure sure yeah 134 he's trying to get down to 100 don't worry i'm not either and now when he's trying to get down there's no way that i could no. even fit on the uh the roster
3: no he should have oh. you guys should have done an hour of him just uh debating <laughs> here here bucky let me talk about these guys have they ever oh. retweeted anything you said <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let me give you one
2: reason to start a guy and one reason to Let's bench go. a guy. You you actually, we are on the same page. I was going to say start Melvin Gordon against the Raiders uh, because of Drew Locke. and I know there's so much love with Javante Williams uh, going on, but still, Gordon, despite the split workload, still has been productive, uh, not only uh, as of late, but throughout this season, so he has his fair share. I'll give you one reason to sit a guy, and that's Rashad Penny of the Seahawks, and it's just the injury situation, uh, not even about the Bears defense, which I think could uh, lock up the Seahawks. Well, but uh, no, no, it Hicks.
3: So like uh, in some level, there's like, ooh, but can, can you get enough juice out of him?
2: Yeah, I'm just not risking it in a playoff. Right. Just not doing it. And we saw what happened against Houston. It was great. And guess what? Got a little dinged up in that game against the Rams. And we didn't see him. Like, he looks good. Like when he's perfectly healthy, he's fine but when but that is just few and far between and when it's on the line i just can't trust it right now and it even it happened on tuesday it's a bit of a short week uh again when he gets the football and is going he looks good but it just doesn't happen uh that often so start melvin gordon if you need sit rashad penny that would be my advice to you Get Mike on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter, at Dan Bayer on Fox. Let's wrap this baby up. Three-point conversion. Three things you need to know heading into week 16. Or remember, at least put in your back pocket as we watch these games unfold. Go ahead, Mike. All
3: right, number one, in the hunt. Tyler Huntley most likely going to play. Check your waiver wire. If nothing else, make him a stash. Because uh, if the guy that owns Lamar Jackson hasn't picked him up, uh, potential to uh, – We'll take them out uh, in terms of a, a defensive play, but also a guy who's performed pretty well and an opportunity here uh, in a division matchup. So looking at that on the prowl, see where we're in a theme kind of. I like mode. It. Got James Robinson as my number two running back uh, of the week, so I'm looking for an opportunity uh, to knock there, and then and then finally uh, know your show tunes. We uh, were celebrating uh, Alexander Madison being back in to the top spot rams if you commit to the run you can put up some numbers and this guy as a runner and receiver uh when given the opportunity has come through for you for fantasy purposes if, if this sounds like a broken record yeah we might have done this a few weeks ago when Dalvin cook was hurt well now he's out again and opportunity knocks because we know with a churn and burn on the waiver wire madison was back on the waiver wire in a lot of leagues so go Take a look, see. Uh, he's at least flex worthy, if not an RB two.
2: All right, I kind of have some themes that tie together. Number one, green with envy, and you're Ooh, saying, "What? What, like is, what is? What does? What does that mean?" Well, it could be for the Philadelphia Eagles. No, I've got a different, got a different pun for them a, a, a little bit later on. The Arizona Cardinals are not a uh, not a good uh, a good thing right now. Losers of their last two, and we know DeAndre Hopkins not going to be available play some A.J. Green against the Colts. I think that they're going to have to uh, take advantage of uh, some of the opportunities in the air, so I am I am playing A.J. Green this week. I do have something for the Eagles, as I mentioned. Number two, we're going to be filling good. Yeah, play Jalen Hurts, obviously. Miles Sanders, nice effort against the Washington football team. Why not throw a little Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. Play your Eagles against the Giants. They are a hurting team. And I'm not wrong about Aaron Jones, Mike. But I really like him against Cleveland, especially with uh, the MVS having his situation for Green Bay. We know Devontae Adams is there, but the usage of, of Jones and the passing game is still there. And gave me some points last week when I thought maybe A.J. Dillon was still going to be the guy. So maybe turning a little bit back to Aaron Jones. That's my three-point conversion as we head into the holiday weekend. And I guess if I had to add a fourth, and this is what I've been telling anybody that asked me anything. Let's go. P- play the guys that you know the game is going to take place. You mentioned at the start of the podcast that we are doing this as the Niners and Titans are actually starting their game right now. And I said to people, if you are borderline, if you're 50-50, play the Niner or play the Titan tonight because you know they're going to play right now. You don't know if that's the case for Sunday for any of the guys. So if it's a Saturday scenario and you know a guy is in and maybe you're wondering, do I or don't I, just do it because then you're likely to know that they're going to be in the lineup.
3: Otherwise, you are going to be dancing on the waiver wire with everybody else trying to (laughs) wait. My guy's been ruled out. He went into protocol. What do we do now? Uh, And and look, there's going to be some of that as we go. I just wanted to circle back really quickly to the Miles Sanders thing. It's like now now he's going to be a beast. Oh, I know. (laughs) just just throwing it out there as a guy who had a pretty hefty investment in a couple of teams that are long afterthoughts in the fantasy world now over uh, the, his last two games 42 carries 251 yards
2: these he uh it, it it's it's frustrating. Did get a little dinged up in that game on yes, Tuesday with a quad reset, but but still I'm yeah, I I am right there with you cuz I did not need Miles Sanders to come through for me uh, once my team was 3 and 8. That did not uh that did not do me any good. <laughs>
3: but I was right if and when he was healthy, ifs and buts and all yeah,
2: that stuff. Yeah. we know the ending of that one. We'll all have a able- merry Christmas. <laughs> are you are uh, by the way before we let you go, are you going to be able to to see some dancing in New York City next week. I know we're going to have some uh, different podcasts because you're going to be on the road, but I know Broadway's kind of been affected by COVID. Are you going to be all right? or
3: As of uh, this moment, as you and I and I knock on whatever this desk is made out of, I have all three of my days accounted for. One of our plays, the one that I had had tickets for, uh, in its original form, but we were planning a trip last year that obviously got canceled. We ordered, you know, re- re-upped for December tickets. Uh, it's uh, the Wives of Henry VIII called Six, something we've been very excited about. Unfortunately, they've canceled, and uh, we will not be able to see them when by by time we need to leave the city uh, and get back here to California. So we're going to miss that one. Uh, we did substitute Wicked in for that. Uh, and as of now, Dear Evan Hansen and Little Shop of Horrors are going on as scheduled. There's also the potential for an office musical parody. Uh, so we're, we're trying to make it all happen, create some chaos in New York City. Uh, but like with all of you out there, it's fluid. Right, just like yeah. football and everything else, uh, if if circumstances change, that that trip could be canceled. You know, before the night's done, it's it's one of those anxiousness, nervousness. But you know, one of the few times in my life, Dan, that I actually bought all the travel insurances. So if it goes to hell, I I at least get paid. You know, restitution sure. monetarily, but uh, a trip that, you know, given the two years that we've had, I've really been looking forward to that and, you know, running around at Rockefeller Center and creating. <laughs> chaos for people
2: <laughs> well i hope you have fun i hope you can make it and uh a merry christmas to you mike right Merry back christmas buddy. to all of, thank you very much to all of, all of our listeners out there again get mike on twitter at swollen dome find me at dan buyer on fox we will have uh the post-mortem on week 16 coming up next week and hopefully set you right as we head into the new year so for mike Harmon, i'm dan buyer this has been i want your flags merry christmas
0: work.